piece of music you're listening to is called Zimbabwe Grooving. It's one of those tracks that you make to convince yourself that you're not about to turn 40. It's got an African thumb piano called an Mbira somewhere in the background there. And uh, today we'll look at some of the methods used to create this track. You're listening to How I Make Music, a behind-the-scenes podcast for the musically curious. Every Wednesday we break apart a song, a soundtrack, a composition and investigate the stories and insights into how it was made. My name is John Bartman, I'm a music composer from South Africa and this is how I make music. Welcome back to How I Make Music episode number 53, Zimbabwe Grooving. Thanks for being here. Something new. Going forward into 2020, how does the idea of a decentralized music showcase podcast sound to you? I see a need for other composers like me working behind the scenes to tell their own stories. I'd like to start to showcase the work of other composers, producers, musicians on the show in a bit of a novel format. Instead of having guests on the show and hosting a dialogue with a new composer each week, each composer, musician would then host the show themselves and the show could become a completely self-promotional vehicle for each host or guest, however you want to see it. So instead of me promoting my own work, each new composer on the show could promote their own work in any way they see fit. The end result would be a decentralized podcast feed which is simply curated by me but wouldn't even necessarily contain my voice or anything, any input on my side. I would be responsible for editing and producing and um, helping make it great. So if the idea of a decentralized music showcase podcast appeals to you or anyone you know, send them my way, send me an email at music at johnbartman.com, check the show notes for the link to my site. And let's see if this is something we can roll with. I would love to create and to be responsible for serving a community of music composers who are involved in various projects and are, are dying to tell some of the stories about how they made their work and whether or not it was a success. I'm interested in the intrigue of music composition. I'm interested in the behind the scenes, not necessarily the big hits. I want to hear about the works that have inspired the artists themselves, which are very often not the most popular works that they've done, the ones that really make you feel like you're engaging with artistry. So there's the pitch, a decentralized music podcast feed, a showcase for different composers. If that appeals to you or anyone you know, kindly head over to the show notes, drop me an email or visit my site or hit me up on Twitter at John is the music. If you're thinking, here we go again, another guy wants my content in exchange for nothing, then I sympathize with you because I'm on the receiving end of that a lot of the time. All I can say is this isn't about big names and numbers, this is about the art itself. If you have any doubts about where my loyalties lie, go back through the past 53 episodes of the show. Hopefully you'll get a sense of the integrity and the generosity that I've shown in pitching up every week for the same small number of people and making something really specific. I'd like to now share that generosity with anyone else who's in my position, big or small. I will follow up every lead that comes my way 
And I'm hoping that in 2020 and beyond, we can start to really uh, serve the needs of this community of musicians. And as a musician, you often feel like you're behind the scenes and the work that you do is going unrecognized, particularly in soundtrack music. So my aim now is to find and help shine a spotlight on these other people like me, people writing good music that they feel is going unrecognized. I'd like to help you tell your story using this platform. There's a link in the show notes that'll take you somewhere which explains more. Join me in taking a chance on yourself and let's see where this goes. Cool, right. On with the show. Episode number 53, Zimbabwe Grooving. This week's piece, Zimbabwe Grooving, it falls into a category that I worked, that I have worked in a few times already, which is this kind of lo-fi, deep house, African-inspired dance music. When we think dance music, we often think uh, quite loud, quite busy, and bright and uplifting. But as a composer, I align more with the subdued version of this kind of more groovy and smooth type of deep house. So let's get into it. We'll answer a few questions. What makes it feel more live than some other dance music? What makes it smooth? And what makes it retain attention? Let's break it down. I have an Imbira, which I like to combine with house grooves and more contemporary sounds. An Imbira is an African thumb piano, piece of wood with some metal bars on it that give it different tones. time of writing this, I was inspired by little-known artists like Pena from On The Corner Records. I'll leave a link in the show notes if you like the kind of stuff you're hearing now. Go check out Pena. Often the track will start with a simple house groove and I'll bring in the Simbira to give it that organic and African flavor. guitar hook in this track is a simple repetitive pentatonic line. Sometimes it's about the notes you choose but in this case it was more for me about the timbre of the instrument. A smooth mid-tone guitar works way better with this type of smooth house music than for example an overdriven electric guitar would. I wanted the piece to sound smooth. piece of music sound more live. The bass line is a very simple sustained note which uses a filter to open up the high frequencies during each uh, repetition. Give this a listen the way it opens up. Like that, that buzz sound. Now what makes this special? Well, this is a piece of audio that was recorded directly into my software from the Novation X-Station synthesizer, which is a piece of external gear and not in MIDI. And basically this means that the bass in this track is as much a performance as it would be if I was playing it on a bass guitar. Editability of MIDI makes it easy to make changes after you've recorded something. But when you record something directly in like this, which requires a bit more of a performance, a bit more rehearsal beforehand. I believe that it has a, 
unmeasurable but definite impact on um, the way that humans perceive it. In other words, there's an energy that accompanies music which has been rehearsed and performed that you don't always get with more edited music. I layered up the bass with a second pad layer. Let's hear them both together. What makes a piece of music retain your attention? Well, dance music is a little bit more challenging because it's so repetitive and uh, not everyone is dancing when they listen to dance music. Um, so we tend to be more critical when we're listening to it, um, say at home or just outside of a club environment. Music made with a computer always begins as too perfect. That's what computers do really well. But we require imperfections and these micro variations. And when you record with live instruments, you unavoidably get small variations in the pitch and the timing. And uh, these make it actually more attractive, ironically, to the human ear. Humans don't like too perfect. It bores us very quickly. So to create this kind of variety that I'm talking about in the core beat, I used a few tricks. One of them is the cycle in this piece is five bars instead of four. Five bars is an unusual uh, length for a passage in music. And uh, I'll count along here so you can hear what I mean by five bar cycle. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five, and we start again. One, two, three, sure I don't get any love from anyone who wants to DJ this track ever just because as a DJ you want to load up your tracks in 8 or 16 bar cycles and having 5 bars really throws a spanner in the works. Another trick I used was a slightly irregular timing for the delay on a click like this. I feel that this type of uh, polyrhythm is a little bit more organic than your standard um, dedicated percussion rhythms. And speaking of irregular rhythms, every so often in the cycle there is a rumble of West African drums with some delay on it, also irregularly timed to offset the main beat. It sounds like this. These are some of the things that might contribute towards this piece being uh, felt or perceived as more live. Uh, a few ir irregularities that are pleasing to the human ear. Right, let's move on. What makes this track sound smooth? South African artists, DJs like Black Coffee, are known for Deep House, which is smoother, more melodic and jazzier than a lot of uh, European dance music and EDM. What I love most about this track is the nice lo-fi feel. To create this smoothness, I emphasized the role of the low frequencies, the kick drum, and I played down the brightness, the overall brightness of the track. And I chose subtle ambient sounds like this pad layer. Super mellow, super unobtrusive, 
a good choice for this style of music. And that choice of sound, along with the jazzy guitar that I mentioned earlier, and the overall sort of dampness of the processing in the track, uh, might be considered um, what contributes to this track sounding smooth. Nothing really sticks out, nothing really uh, shocks you or gets your heart racing. It's very kind of mellow. We'll listen to the full track in just a moment, but before we do that, thank you for listening to How I Make Music. Catch new episodes every Wednesday on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can download the track from this episode, Zimbabwe Grooving, from the music page on my website, johnbartman.com, J-O-H-N-B-A-R-T-M-A-N-N.com. I encourage you to use it in your own podcast or video production. Find links to me on Twitter and YouTube in the show notes. I love hearing from you, so search How I Make Music on YouTube and leave your comments on the show. And a quick final reminder to what I mentioned earlier about branching out and how I make music and offering it to other composers like myself. I feel there's a need for people like me to uh, tell their story. Composers, musicians, artists, producers, doing good work behind the scenes who feel that they're not getting the recognition they deserve, perhaps, and have some interesting methodologies behind how they produce their work. Select a track, get in touch with me, and let's get you on an episode of How I Make Music. I would be absolutely thrilled to hear from uh, to hear from you, and I will follow up any lead that comes my way. There's a link in the show notes, and I sincerely hope that you'll follow it through and take an interest in developing this with me. Thanks very much for listening. Now here is Zimbabwe Grooving, a well, African-inspired sort of lo-fi deep house groove uh, in its entirety. Keep finishing your projects. Big love, and I'll catch you next week. Bye for now.